Hello and welcome to Shrews Views, brought to you in association with The Kettle and Toaster Man. My name is Johnny Dreary. I hope all you Salop fans are having a really good summer. There's been a lot going on or a lot not going on at Salop this summer, but hopefully um, they're all going to be prepared for a new season. The return to pre-season is right around the corner. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got a couple of Salop guest podcasts to bring you to keep you entertained before it all kicks off once again. And I'm delighted to bring the first of those two guest podcasts to you today. Um, it's from when we recently sat down with former Salop captain Tamika Makanda-Weary. Um, he had one season at the football club back in 1314. Uh, that came after a career that began with West Brom, spanned the likes of Hereford, Millwall and Lake Norrin, and it saw him play over 400 league, well, almost 400 uh, football league games. That season, that one season at Salop, um, won't be one that, well, one that sticks in Salop fans' memories, but for all the wrong reason. It ended in relegation. Um, the defender departed at the end of that season, finished his career in England, and then went on to conclude his playing days in the US. Uh, and there's some great tales on the podcast um, talking on that season, very complimentary of, of Graham Turner, Mike Jackson. Um, also talks about Mickey Mellon coming in at the end of that season, talks about what went wrong. Also discusses the young players in that in that squad who went on to play at a high level. Um, and some really good tales in there, and obviously his departure and, and what happened after that. So I really hope you enjoy this podcast, Salad fans. Just on another note, while we've got you, uh, thanks for listening to our episodes this season. We brought Shrews Views back at the start of the season. A um, couple of episodes with your former correspondent, Lewis Cox, before he went on to Pastures New. Um, and it's been myself and Ollie Westbury who've been bringing you those podcasts this season. So we really appreciate all the people who've, who've clicked, liked, subscribed, um, shared, asked questions. Um, and listen, we've had a, a really good response bringing the, the podcast back. And we're going to be bringing it back on a more regular basis next season. Um, so hopefully we'll be bringing it to you once a week moving forward. We'll be back in a couple of weeks time with another guest episode. We've got two for you this summer. We're hoping to build in the future and, and bring you some more. But we've we've got another one recorded in, in a bag with another salad captain who had a little bit more success at the uh, at the meadow um, than Tamika McAndaweary. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. But really hope you enjoy this episode. Some really good tales on the podcast. So here you go. Enjoy the pod. Uh, Tamika, welcome to Shrews Views. Thank you very much for uh, for coming on. We're just gonna go over your your spell at Shrewsbury, really. One season in uh, in Shropshire. Um didn't end fantastically well for, for Shrewsbury. Um but just wanted to, yeah. to touch on it really. You came in, um, I think it was Graham Turner who brought you in. You'd cross pass with Graham, probably played for him at, at Hereford. Is that either the move to, to Shropshire came about? Yeah, it was um yeah, Graham Turner. I always call him the gaffer, um, who brought me in. I remember just leaving in Millwall and, um, you know, I'd had a couple of surgeries on my knee, a couple of operations on my knee, and um, I, I just wanted to play football. Um, you know, I'd had um, a tough year at Millwall. I hadn't played um, after previously being, you know, the player of the year in my first year and and kind of think I played like 20 games, or maybe like 15 to 20 games in, in my second season. And then, um, yeah, having a getting injured against West Ham and the re the rehabilitation process had just taken taken longer than everyone had expected. And um, yeah, I, 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 it, it was tough. It was a tough time for me. Um, and then you know, John Truick was there as well. who was my main contact um, there. And um, I, I remember meeting Graham Turner. Uh, when did I meet him? I mean, like probably a service station. I met Graham Turner and. We had to sit down and talk and, you know, talk about things and, um, 
kind of that's when we first we first kind of touched base and then I spoke to John Truk a lot during that time um telling me what they're planning for the for the team and and the season ahead and um and yeah so that was you know again two people who I'd worked with in the past and been and been very successful in the past with yeah you went in there I think Graham Turin scored his captain sort of quite quite quickly that must have been quite a sort of responsibility to have on your on your shoulders yeah it was um I mean, I'd been captain at pretty much every club I'd been at, um, so it wasn't new to me. Um, but it was definitely a different vibe, you know. Shrewsbury, obviously, being um, Hereford's pretty much Hereford's like arch rivals. Uh, <laughs> um, that there, you know, that was that was kind of new to me. Um, that experience and um, having played against them a few times, I knew, I knew at the old stadium, I knew, you know. The, the fans were great if you could get them on side and you know I was looking forward to the challenge because like I said I spoke to a couple of players who I knew there who had just left like Rob Purdy was at Hereford with me he was at he had been at Shrewsbury the year before um, and um, a couple of other players and they were they, they said you know if you can if you can if you get if you get if you get it right then it's it's a good little club to play for um, the fans fans can be great if, you, if you're doing well so um, yeah, I was looking forward to the challenge, and I, I knew it would be a challenge for sure. Yeah, just looking at, I'm just gonna look at that squad from that season. I think the likes of Jermaine Grandison was there, Paul Parry, who's who'd been at Cardiff, John Taylor. I think Tom Eves was on loan. Tom Bradshaw. There's sort of good youngsters mm. coming through. I think Ryan Woods and, and Connor mm. Goldson were starting to emerge at that time. Yeah. Was there sort of a feeling? Yeah. Obviously, Shrewsbury probably probably small a smaller club in League One at that time, and obviously they're more established in League One now, but. Was it? Was it? Did you feel you could sort of do something quite good that season with the, with a sort of you know the names have rattled off there, sort of players who've gone and played in the championship? Did you feel you were going to have a good yeah. season? Uh, you know what? It was um, it was interesting because when I spoke to Graham Turner and um, he was like, "We need sign," you know, I know we need signings, but I think if we bring you in and we'll bring a few others in, um, you know, we'll have a good, we'll have a good, we'll have a good squad, um, and we'll be able to compete. Um, and I remember walking into the into the dressing room on the first day, and I was like, "Wow, this this squad is really young, um, really young." And I quite honestly, I thought we need signings. If we don't sign people, like we're we're actually going to struggle. Um, and um, we did. Um, I don't think we we had Tommy's on loan. Obviously, we signed a couple of you know good young players. Like you know, as you've said, they've all they've all gone on pretty much to play in the championship. And there was, again, like no doubt in my mind when I saw these players like Woodsy and Connor, um, John Taylor, um, you know, Bradders, um, like you knew they weren't going to be there long. Um, but I felt like we'd, they'd lost a couple of players. We'd lost a couple of players this season, like that season. I think Marvin Morgan, the had just had left that season or they hadn't re-signed him i think matt richards yeah matt richards hadn't re-signed hadn't re-signed so but and i think those two um were quite big in the dressing room like they kind of brought everyone together quite lively characters um and i just felt like they you know we had good players but i didn't feel like we had enough um even in the early days it was I knew it was going to be very tough for us. 
was it sort of a lack of experience? You mentioned a lot of young young talent there, but was there those not many older heads? Obviously yourself, one of the more experienced players, but were there sort of few and far between? Yeah, I mean, we had myself, Paul Parry, who I knew from Hereford. He'd been very successful at Cardiff. Um, um, Luke Summerfield, who I'd been with at Orient, who's a very good player. Um, again, an older head. Um, you know, you mentioned Jermaine uh, Grandison. But again, he didn't play that much. Um, like all the potential in the world, but didn't. I felt he didn't. He didn't live up to it. Um, um, we had Joe Jacobson again, very good player, gone on to play playing in Championship for Wickham. So we had good players, but um, we just didn't have enough. We didn't have enough like experience or you know um, like great. It just was. It was quite a, quite a strange time for me because I'd come from. I'd obviously worked my way up to the championship and then been, you know, the team at Millwall was such a, like a, you know, I don't want to say a working class team, but, you know, everyone knows what Millwall are about. You know, you work, you know, you work hard, you, you, you know, you put the tackles in, you, you grind results out like you bully teams and um, that kind of environment, um, you know, that's what we were built on. And then Shrewsbury just felt, it just felt different. It wasn't, we just, we just weren't, we didn't have the experience. We didn't have, um, you know, when it was not going well, we didn't. We just didn't have enough. We didn't have enough to to, to get out of it. Obviously, as we got relegated, um, and um, yeah, it was obviously not a good year. Yeah, was it? To- I think uh, midway through that season, just after sort of the new year, Graham Turner, Graham Turner left the, the the club. Was that sort of a tough time for you? Obviously, he bought, he had brought you in. Him and John Truick had brought you in, and and the club made the decision to to move him on. I think you were sort of in the bottom four at the at the time. Do you think it was the right? Obviously, the the, the change didn't sort of keep you up. But how did you feel about it at the time? Sort of a manager you knew well. I'm sure it's never nice to see a manager lose his job. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was difficult. It's it's a. Uh... Yeah, it's difficult to say. It's tough. He's an, he's a, he's, he was always good to me, Grant. And he, you know, you could, you know, say he probably gave he kind of gave him my starting football, really. You know, in terms of first team football. Um, so from that perspective, it was it was kind of tough to see him go, because um, he'd always been good to me, and and like I said, gave him my chance. Um, it's tough. It, it ultimately didn't really change much. Um, I I like Jacko. Who took over Michael Jackson? Um, I think he's a really good coach, great guy, um, experienced, tough, demanding. But again, we like, you know, we just didn't have the, the enough to get out of it. Um, but yeah, I was sad to see. I was sad to see Graham Turner go. Um, and um, yeah, because he's done obviously well for himself. He's got a good name in football, great name for what he did with Wolves and. Um, so yeah, it's, it was yeah, it was tough. It was, it was a very challenging time, I think, obviously for the club, but obviously you know for myself as well. A lot of changes and um, things that didn't that weren't going right. That you know you just can't um, can't really put your finger on. You know, in terms of like why it's happening. Um, you know, it wasn't like we weren't trying um, to. You know, we weren't going onto the field, onto the pit, trying to lose. Um, but I think it was just one of those seasons where you've got you had a lot of players who knew that they were 
quite honestly better than that level. Um, so you're talking about Connor Goldson, Woodsy, um, you know, Joe, uh, John Taylor. They all kind of, they're in that mode of, okay, well, you know, the club probably knows they're going to lose them. And they know they're going. And the glue that kind of, you need to have like some very strong glue around them, you know, around those good young players to kind of bring everybody together. And not that we weren't together, but just, just to kind of, you know, be successful. Um, and like I said, when we didn't bring in, in, in any signings, it was like, this is going to be really tough. Um, you know, it, it was, it was, it was, it was an interesting season. There was a lot of challenges um, that I faced that I hadn't faced before, um, which, which, you know, yeah, it was just, it was very challenging. Yeah. Did you have any, um, I, I know the chairman at Shrewsbury role, which has a lot of dealings with the, you know, the transfers and stuff, and he likes to know the players and, and sort of gets to know. Did you have any sort of dealings with him? What 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 was was your sort of experience of him? If you did have any dealings with him? Um, yeah, I think I, I definitely. Uh, um, so he's he um, actually bought. I think he owns a lot of local lo- lo- lots of local property, doesn't he? He's a property guy. I think so. Yeah, um, potentially. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, um, so I think well, we actually bought in the area. So my plan, like a plan, like a was so I had my my daughter that year my first child we bought in the area so we were like all in like we bought a house like literally 10 minutes from the stadium I was like right you know we're gonna be here um we're gonna make this you know work and this is a fresh start for us and all this um and I think um I didn't have much to do with the chairman in terms of like um um like the day-to-day of it or anything like that I'd I'd obviously met him a few times seemed like a nice guy um um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, um, like I say, I didn't have much to do with them kind of day to day. No. And then that season, you know, we all, we all know how it sort of ended. I think Mike Jackson was interim manager at, uh, for a period and then got the, the permanent job. Was there a thought that a, 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 another sort of permanent manager would come in? It, it sounds like the way it worked, sort of he took over and then they just decided to keep him for the rest of the season. Yeah, I like it. Again, is it was, uh. It was very, looking back, it's just really strange. Um, yeah, Mike Jackson took over. Um, like I said, I, I, I got a lot of respect for Jack. I really like him. He's a good coach. He's done well since then, very well. Um, um, you know, very driven and demanding. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we just, I think if it was a couple of weeks, it was like, we'll see how Jacko does. And then, you know, we'll see who's, I guess it was, I guess we'll kind of see who's available or who wants a job. But I don't think... Um, you know, I know Jacko. I think Jacko wanted the job. He wanted to 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 keep it going. Um, and I'm not sure that, to be honest, anyone else would have really wanted the job. To be honest, at that point, it's you know, you're pretty much on unless you keep us up. It's like you want to hide into nothing. And um, um, it was a tough job. It was a tough job to keep us up. And obviously, Jacko, you know, we couldn't do it. It wasn't Jacko's fault by any means. Um, but Jacko is a good coach. And then. Yeah, the end of the season came. We got relegated. I broke my toe. That was it. I broke my toe towards the end of the season. Um, didn't play the last few games, I, I think. Um, but yeah, it was like I said, it was very tough. Like I, every club I'd been at, I'd done well, um, done very well, and was kind of embraced by the fans. And at Shrewsbury, it just didn't go well. It wasn't a good fit for me. Um, whether that was because I was from Hereford or I played for Hereford previously, or you know, obviously the results weren't great, but even when we were playing well um, 
or when I was playing well, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was accepted by the fans um, for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, and then being a captain as well um, in that environment was again challenging. Um, first time I've I've um, taken any abuse from any fans, you know, and I've played for Millwall for three years, and I'm. I'm mixed as well, they're, and I never had any racist yeah, abuse from, from, from any Millwall fans. So you can't say I've not played for the teams that um, the teams that are, you know, I can't play. I've, I've played for any teams that don't have a reputation, but and I, and I, and the fans kind of love me there, and then so to go to Shrewsbury and then kind of not feel accepted for whatever reason, um, yeah, it was a challenge to say the least. Um, so. Yeah, that year, that year was, you know, was uh, interesting. Let's just yeah. say that. And just to, to, to finally sort of wrap up, you only spent the one year in the end at Shrewsbury, but you said there you bought a house in the area. It sounded like you were, well, you said there that you were all in. Did, were you under contract further? And, and how did it come to an end, really, at Shrewsbury? I know you went to America after that, but what, yeah, how did that I, one um, year come to an end? I signed a two-year contract. Um, and then, obviously, we got relegated. Um and then at the end of the season, um, yeah, we bought yeah we bought a house. I remember yeah, at the end of the season, I remember doing an interview and saying like, you know, the only way we can kind of be look at this is a, you know, the only way we can look upon what we got to do basically is get promoted next year. We got to go next year, and you know, we got to start the season well. You know, I was a, I was contracted, so it was like in my mind, I'm like I'm ready to play next year. Um, like we just got to go, you know, go again. As, as cliche as it sounds, there's nothing we can do about being relegated now. It's, it's now it's on to the next. Um, and um, I remember doing that interview, and then literally probably two weeks later to the day, I get a call from Jacko. Um, no, I got a call from Mickey Mellon. Mickey Mellon got the job, didn't he? That's it. Yeah. Mickey Mellon got a job. He called me. That's it. He called me, and. Uh, like, hi Tam, just want to touch base. Um, you know, I'm 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 the new gaffer. I just want to touch base. Obviously, you're the captain. Went to speech you, see where your head's at, and uh, all. You know, I had a conversation with him. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to play gaffer. Like, you know, let me know. Let me know what you need. Let me know if I can do anything. I was like, yeah, we'll do. Blah blah blah. And then like probably a week later, Jacko calls me. He's like, all right, Tam. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jacko. He's like, um going in a different direction so I was like, after that call from Mickey Mellon I was like oh, okay uh what do you mean Jacko he's like uh we signed uh somebody from crew it was and I knew who it was because we played against him that year as a defender we signed some we've signed someone so I was like okay he's like yeah um yeah so we're going in a different direction I was like all right um he's like well we know you're contracted to for another year um but um yeah, we, you, you, you're not going to play, basically. I was like, okay. Um, and then we kind of just mutual consent, um, you know, agreed to, to to go separate ways. Yeah, is that tough to take, given that you bought a house in the area, you know, you'd set up in the area as well and you were ready to go again. I suppose that's just the nature of, nature of football sometimes. Some managers fancy some players and, and others don't. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I was, I was ready to play, but I kind of, I, I kind of saw it coming. Um, and after the year we just had, um, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised, I wasn't surprised to be honest. Um, 
but yeah, it was, you know, obviously we had the house there, which, which wasn't a huge, which wasn't a huge, um, deal in terms of, you know, kind of selling it. Cause it's a lovely area. Excuse me. It's a lovely area. It's, it's one of the reasons why we bought because it's, it's picturesque and the town's lovely and you got, um, um, you know, great scenery there. Um, so that wasn't a problem. Um, but yeah, it was it was just it was just a, a it, we just didn't fit. It just wasn't the right fit. You know, players go to clubs sometimes and they, it just doesn't work. Um, and that's how I look at my time on Shrewsbury. It was it just we just weren't it just wasn't the right time. Um, and um, it just didn't work. It didn't work. No. So, um, but, but ultimately, I, I, I can't really complain because if I hadn't gone through that, you know, that challenging year, you know, you know, I wouldn't be here. So. Yeah, and now you're out in the in the US, sort of living the life. You played in football in, in the US, and now you're sort of doing really well, sort of coaching athletes, and and it all seems to be going really well. Yeah, I mean exactly. So you know, every every cloud, every cloud, Johnny has a silver lining. <laughs>